0: Alright everybody, welcome back to the Breadcrumb Study Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me and I also want to give a great shout out, a big thanks to my daughter Emery who joined us on our previous episode, just launching this new series, doing a survey of the attributes of God. So today, we're just going to do a quick run through of the various attributes that I want to devote study to. They are not an exhaustive list. Of course, there are many attributes uh, that give us insight into the nature of God. But I just want to look at a few infinite attributes of God and a few personal attributes of God. I'm to go down the list one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and give some insight into what they mean and how we can apply the reality of this aspect to God's nature. How can how we can apply? revelation and knowledge and understanding of those attributes to our life and how that can impact our prayer life, our view of God, how we engage with his creation. So, number one, without taking up any more time, it is God's divine aseity. Really unique word, and i had never heard it before until just a couple of years ago, aseity, and it's spelled A S. E-I-T-Y, and it comes from the Latin word a se, meaning self-existent. It basically means that God is independent of everything. He depends on nothing else. And how can we apply the reality that God is independent of everything to our life? It should humble us. To the highest degree, when we grasp the fact that God is not dependent upon us to be who He is, and I think oftentimes we can approach Him in our prayer life as if He does depend on us, or sometimes we can tackle an objective, we can perform a work, we can uh, face a task and do it as if God is counting on us, and if we don't come through for Him, then All hell breaks loose and the plan that he had is foiled. Well, scripture is going to tell us that he is sovereign and he is above all things. And his plan is going to be accomplished no matter what. He is independent of all things and he does not need us to have appropriate response to him in order for him to be God over everything. So number two. We're going to move on. We're going to look at God's immutability, immutability, which means God is unchanging. He's always consistent. And how can we apply that idea, that reality to our life that God does not change? Well, we can know that God is dependable in his relationship with us, he's faithful. And when we look at the scriptural data for this, it's going to be so encouraging. To our faith walk, to our prayer life, to our study life. It's going to be amazing. So I'm hoping that as you take this journey with me, there will be a transformative experience and our eyes will have clear vision of who God is. Number three, God is omnipotent, which means he is all powerful, all powerful. He can do all things. And how we can apply that to our life is to know that We will go for him with confidence and success, knowing that he will will equip us, he will enable us, he will empower us to do that which he calls us to do, sends us to do. Number four, omnipresence. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere present, therefore he sees all things. And God's omnipresence relates to his eternity as well. Omnipresence in space has its counterpart in time. So, time and space come into play here when we talk about God's omnipresence. How can we apply that to our life? We can know and trust that he is always with us and aware of all things. At all times, in all places, God is there. That's incredible. Now, the next three attributes are personal attributes that I want to devote many episodes, much attention, and great um, energy into studying these attributes. And the first one is God is omniscient, which which means He is all-knowing. All-knowing. God knows all things. And how we can apply that is to know that we can trust Him and His guidance no matter what. Because we are... We are drawing our source. We are drawing information. We're drawing guidance. We're drawing insight and input from someone who knows all things and has understanding about all things. So he is a credible source when we need answers. Number two in our personal attributes category is God is holy. God possesses holiness. That means God is separate. God is pure. And applying that to our life simply means that we will turn away from our sins and honor Him with awe because we acknowledge Him as pure. We acknowledge Him as separate from that which is uh, dishonorable towards Him, that which is wicked, that which is evil. We'll turn from those things and we'll stand in awe of Him. And last but not least, as we close, God is love. He is love, and He possesses love. He embodies love. He is love, as Scripture tells us. And we apply that to our life in a way which says we're going to be drawn to Him. We're going to be drawn to Him. We are made inherently relational creatures, responsive creatures. And in those two actions, and those two behaviors, love can take place and thrive. Now, God being love... And creating us, He wants loving relationship with us. So we're going to spend the next few episodes looking at our first attribute, aseity. With defining it, scriptural data, and taking a deeper look into how we can um, be transformed in the way that we live our life by acknowledging God's divine aseity. So I want to encourage you to come back for the next episode for this breadcrumb study podcast. I'll see you then.